How many times are you going to rub that gold idol? Time was, he used to save that for my Johnson. Now quit it, will you? I'm not in the mood for that kind of talk. Excuse me, your highness. I keep hoping if I rub Oscar long enough, the studio will ring with good news. I mean, how long are the blue pencil men going to torture me? Why don't they just sign off on the script already? I hate sitting around here with nothing to do. Nothing to do? What are you talking about? You're my wife, ain't you? And you're reading to find the next story, plowing through books? I remember when you only read magazines and dime novels from Woolworths. Only natural for me to change in two years. I'm so frustrated I could scream. Don't I know how to cure what ails you? Stop poking me with that thing, will you? I'm not in the mood. Tired of waiting for the hatchet to fall. Suit yourself. Why don't you rehearse with me? Again? Three hours wasn't enough? Not the lines. I want to be sure about my, my bits of business. Come on, this is a big break for me. I don't want to blow my chances with Jimmy and the boys. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, darling. Yeah, of course we can. I'll sit over here so I can watch you move. All right. All right. Let's take this from scene 24, where they break into the bookkeeper's office. Jimmy and me break the lock. And then he opens a filing cabinet and we pull the guns when the door opens. Th- th- this banana will do. With a toothpick in your mouth like you have now? Sure, sure. Though, uh, I thought it would make me look tough. Mmm, Cagney won't like it. Don't try to upstage the star. He won't have you back. A toothpick is an upstage. The I'll be drawn to that piece of wood flipping around your mouth instead of what he's saying. Old hat, toothpick, gum, nail file, cigarette or a cigar. All right, it's out. <laughs> so what do I do while he flips through the files? Look at the files and look at him. And listen to him when he delivers his lines. Now, let's see you pull out the gun. Uh, how's, how's that? Good, but uh, watch how Cagney holds his pistol and adjust. I don't follow. If he holds his gun real low and you go high, you make him look short. Try and match where he holds it as best you can. You want to be a part of his crew, then don't compete with the star. At least not yet. I get you. Thanks, Mrs. Tully. I'm ready to start shooting press hounds. I'll get it. Hello? Who's calling? How are you, Jack? Fine, fine. Suppose you have bad news. Well, you never ring with good news. That you usually deliver in person in your office. No, no, I'm not being cynical again. So it is bad news. On what grounds? You would think I was playing the Magdalene. Not under those terms. They've taken the life out of it. And what about the other script? Plus tips. I am being patient, Jack. Okay. All right. Thanks for ringing. Good night. They asked House of Mirth. Mm, Morally objectionable on multiple counts. They see it as a kept woman story which we can't do anymore. They cut it to shreds till there was nothing left. Look at the bright side. At least you won't have to die on camera. Edith Wharton's novel is worth an exception to my rule. Plus, Lily dies by her own hand. There's a difference. Instead, it's my career that's dying. Aren't you being a little melodramatic? I wish I were. I'm taking a sleeping tablet. You wake me up when the Breen office burns to a crisp. Good night. 
If Jack Warner had any balls, he would tell that holy roller crab to get stuffed. Hold still, or your lips will be crooked. I can't believe the terms of a legally binding contract suddenly mean nothing. When I say keep still, no use getting yourself worked up like this. You can't fight City Hall. I know you're sore, but you can't sue the studio. You have no case. What? Uh, what I mean is, no mouthpiece could win a breach of contract. Warners will argue their hands are tied. Next month, they enforce the production code. Studios have no choice but fall in line. It doesn't matter what Warners promised you, Breen has the authority. I'm supposed to let go of script approval and do whatever rubbish they send me? Let cold mackerel decide what stories I can tell? They sent some twerp around the other day to inspect my costumes. He took out a tape measure for the neckline, said it was too low, had to cover it up. They ruined the script. My new story plus tips was supposed to be about waitresses who strike for better working conditions. Now it's nothing but a trip to the altar. Husband hunting, cheapest gambit in pictures. Don't fleece men. Don't love them and leave them. Don't shoot them. Full of holes. Can't get away with anything anymore. Those blue noses want to take all the fun out of being a woman. Still, 5000 a week is nothing to sneeze at, Cleo. End of the day, they can't take that from you. It doesn't seem right that I settled for salary. I didn't sign up for ethical simplicity, to tell women that getting a man is what matters. I've got three scripts waiting for me that have the same fate. I'd you forget your dreams, get a man, and stay home. I'm sick about it. There, there, pet. You're sensitive. Breen is just throwing muscle around. It'll blow over. You've got box office and an Oscar. Why didn't Tartarus of Maids turn out to be a huge hit? It's a strange thing. Studio boys always say they give the people what they want. Now they want to stop doing pictures that sell. Don't make sense. You came to deliver the bad news about House of Mirth? I already heard. Warner rang me at home last night. No, I have good news for a change. Well, hallelujah. What is it? Jill Breen finally proved Sister Carrie. Wonders never cease. You're out of changes, mind you. The rat. Will you stop? Don't borrow trouble. That one thinks everything's dirty. Makes you wonder about his home life. He went over the script with a lice comb. Some pages have more blue pencil than typing. They're ruined. Oh, we can live with it. He wants it so butter wouldn't melt in Carrie's mouth. But when you play her, it'll come across. Don't worry, you'll make good. You might finally be able to digest something. I had a knot in my stomach for a week. How about a nice tuna on rye from the commissary? I'll pick one up. Oh, that sounds delicious, Adele. You're a good one. See, everything works out. Don't borrow trouble. Uh, morning, ladies. Babe and Edel, may I speak with Cleo alone? Come on, I'll let you buy me a coffee. I'll even throw in a donut. Why ain't you a regular Doris Duke? Look on your face is worrisome, Carter. Same look my gran had after my dog Chippy died. Uh, believe me, I would rather eat glass than tell you this. Uh, Wallace was going to ring your term tonight. 
Under no circumstances will I accept a salary cut if that's what the front office is thinking. Uh, your salary isn't in jeopardy. They decided to, uh, what I mean is, you, you wouldn't be... Spit uh, it out already. They recast Sister Carrie. You're off the picture. But it's my picture. I developed the story. If it's any comfort, Hal and Jack were following orders from Bryn. The code boys aren't content with mangling scripts, now they dictate casting. Bryn didn't put it in a memo. He rang Hal Wallace and said no one would ever believe that you were an innocent girl without carnal knowledge. Carnal knowledge? So he's a bishop now, in addition to being the picture police? He said the public identifies you with harlots, murderesses, and vice queens. Oh, I'll show that little prig a vice queen. How dare he brand me a sinner? What's next? They order me to repent and wear a scarlet A on my chest? It pains me to deliver bad news, but they were going to be cowards and say it over the phone. I'm sorry, Cleo. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Uh, they want to make an example of me. Say, you've got the part. Okay? Betty? Uh, Maxine. Come again? Maxine's playing Carrie Meeber, and Tully's playing George Hestwood. Can you leave me alone? I'm here if you want to talk. Gabriel blow go on and blow Gabriel blow I've been a sinner I've been a scamp but I'm willing to trim my lamp so blow Gabriel blow damn it Cleo why is the chain on the door can a man cut loose with his friends now and again a little gin isn't a crime uh, let me try the windows Lock the windows too, huh? Cool house it is. Mm. Blow, Gabriel, blow. Hold still. Let me get the hairpins in your waitress cap. Has to sit in the middle of your crying or it looks sloppy. I'm sorry about the mess yesterday. I didn't mean to lose my temper. Was that you? We thought it was the crew rearranged the furniture. How many days left on plus tips? At three, but two days are just me and Preston Foster. You can do it standing on your head. This gingham uniform is swell. Looks great on you. Hey, babe, you got any extra hairpins? Fresh out. You? Out of hairpins? I don't believe it. Well, you've got some nerve. Better try the Westmores down the hall. He's here for Cleo. Is that so? What gives? The neck on her. Angry. Somebody mind telling me what's going on? Why am I getting the freeze out? You're not welcome here, Maxine. Oh, yeah? How come? Don't play dumb. It's unbecoming. You know perfectly why you're not welcome. You mean because of the Dreiser picture? That got under your skin? You're going to boot me out of here over a part? Uh, had you come to me and told me that they wanted to give it to you, 
you would have had my blessing. I nearly found out by phone, if not for Carter doing the decent thing and telling me to my face. You chose the part over my friendship. I don't want to know you. You don't want to know me? Jesus, Maxie. Oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you something that you don't want to know. I never told you about the time that Tully untied my robe. I was Starkers underneath, and he took a good long look, and it was obvious how much he wanted me. Probably because you're getting a little long in the tooth, Cleo. Scram, you little alley cat. Pour me a drink, a big vodka with a splash of soda. You sure? A big one. Surprised you're speaking to me. Rushed home from the studio so I didn't get locked out again. Come over here. What? Last night, I figured you were sore at me for staying out until two without a phone call. Hal Wallace told me today about the casting change. I didn't know about it before you. You didn't? No. Go on and ask Hal or Jack. But Maxine did. Yep. She pointed out to Hal that she usually played the good girl. In the public's mind, she said, her screen image was different from yours. I could murder that greedy little snot. Ignore her. I doubt she can carry a picture without you. I know you're worried about the code. Hang in there. Don't borrow trouble, like Hank says. I'm getting 2000 a week, plus your five. That's plenty. If you hate the scripts, take a suspension. Go off salary. Give yourself time to find one you'd like. And, and now drink your drink. You're already three behind. You got some catching up to do. Oh, Rick. Hello? Who's calling? It's me. Um, I, I'm shooting late tonight, honey. Don't wait up. Hello? Who's calling? Sugar, it's me. I stopped for one with Pat O'Brien. I'll be there in an hour, maybe two. Have a couple of drinks and catch up. Who is this? What do you want? <laughs> Started without me. Uh, listen, I won't be home till late. I'm having dinner with Jack and some boys from New York. Go wait up. Trouble with you, see, is you're all washed up. Only you don't know it yet. Wise up, sister. Oh, have a heart. You've got to believe me. Make with the words. What, what'd you tell the coppers? Nothing, I tell you. I would never turn stooly. You little dirty chiseler. You took my dough and sang like a canary. 
He told the bulls and buttoned that safe in the trash where you belong. Cut. Lunch. Maxie, I meant to say earlier, your hair looks great. Thanks, Tully. I'm glad you like it. Maybe you can give a few tips to Cleo. She's looking a bit stale these days. <laughs> Data could help. Uh, Cleo, are you okay? I need to lie down. You look like the dog's dinner. Were you hit by a bus? Makes me so mad what they're doing to you in this picture. I'll leave it alone, will you? Early for cocktails, ain't it? Hooch is only making it worse. I mean that you're falling apart. We're worried about you. You're not yourself these days. You mind your business. Absolute state of it. You come in with dirty hair, day-old makeup, reeking of booze. Shabby clothes? That ain't like you. Save selection. I'm not interested. Go to lunch. Have it your way. Are you holding up? By a thread? Have a seat. Did you bring me another script where I'm humiliated and beaten by my husband for public entertainment? Oh, gosh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Cleo. My apologies, Phil. That was unkind. Today has been a strain. You know, who am I kidding? Almost five years waiting for a tide to turn. They should just run my old pictures instead of the tripe they put me in now. Warners couldn't, even if they wanted to. What do you mean? Well, the production code applies to everything from the studios, not just the pictures made after July 1934. I, I thought you knew. Without a seal, theaters can't run a picture. <laughs> Are you okay? Sure, sure, sure. I think I'm having what's called a moment of clarity. Yeah, hand me that notepad and a pen, will you? Might as well make it two. Deliver those around for me, will you? I'll see you around. Your resignation and your wedding ring? I saw your help wanted sign. Got any experience? Played a waitress on the big screen, if that counts. Huh? Never mind, never mind. I didn't want to wait on tables anyway. Do you need a short order cook? Let me get Mary. Tell me, are you happy with your success? Make Them Pay is a hit nationwide. You betcha. Knew it was a cinch. Plenty of action, see? Give the public a story with legs. I wanted to ask you about a scene. The one where your character, the district attorney, Jim McFadden, learns that his wife was shot dead by racketeers. Sure, sure. That's the turning point. When heavies put the screws on me. Your reaction to the news was something else. I heard people gasping in the theater. You lifted your head very slowly. You kept your eyes closed, paused, then finally opened them. You had a menacing look that promised revenge. Like that, huh? Gee, thanks. See, what I figured was guys in the seats want to know what I'm thinking. 
Am I yellow because I lost the missus? Or will it make me a man? I lifted my head gradual, like slow as a sunrise. Get me? <laughs> Say, look at the time. I got to hustle over to the back lot. Thanks, baby. You are real sweet to stop by. Order up. Wrecked Adam and Eve on a raft. Too over easy. Side of bacon. Got it. Hello, Cleo. Long time. Why, if it isn't the ghost of Christmas past. How are you, Hank? Take a break. Have a seat. I'll be right over. How'd you find me? Private Dick, what are you doing in a dump like this? Compared with the stygian doom and gloom over Warner's lot, this place is the thing with feathers. What's that now? Hope. This place gives me hope. How have you been keeping? Been worried about you. Need anything? I'm grand. Plenty of dough in the bank. You look great. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. I have time to do what I want now. Read a book, take my doggy to the park, go to the track, garden. Life's good. Seen Babe, Adele, Phil? No, not for a while now. It's too awkward. I can't believe I'm happy slinging hash. You know how picture people are? The studio is everything. If you're on the outs, they only feel pity. Offers come in for you on the regular. Didn't know how to reach you. Paramount and MGM rang only last month. Mm-mm. I'm finished with pictures. It broke my heart. How can you say you're finished? The talent to burn. Green and his cronies run the show. The racket. It's double standard. How do you mean? It means their rules only go one way. Men can get away with almost anything if they die, repent, or go to jail in the last two minutes. Roles for women and what they can do shrunk. You can face fighting over every page of a script. I was in it for the stories, Hank. You can't make those stories anymore. The worst part is, they made my hard work disappear. Like it never happened. My pictures are in a vault. Or else they're cut to ribbons. You know, I'll be remembered for tribe like broken dolls and hook out. I wish I could burn everyone. Broke my heart. Back to the stage then. You can tell your stories there like you did before you came out here. Broadway would kneel at your feet. Oh, and watch them butcher it for the screen? Uh, with someone like Maxine? No, no thanks. Heard about Tully? I read the papers. Tying the knot, they say. Lori Baker, a starlet. A teenager, no less. It goes well with his new toupee. Always admired how you ended things with Tully. Ice cold. Packed his things and changed the locks. I paid movers to pack his things, but thank you. I returned his ring with a note. Anchors away. Yeah, he didn't kick about it. Have dinner with me, Cleo. On the level, I can always use a friend hand. That's as far as it goes. Got a fella? When I want one, Sam is an auto mechanic. Wasn't all bad when we were together, was it? No, no. We had good times. But it's in the past. <laughs>
Gee, it was good seeing you. Don't you worry about me. I'm my own woman. Storms Born is a Sass Mouth Dames production, written and directed by Megan McGurk, starring Clara Higgins as Cleo Long, Danny Reed as Rick Tully, Jean Sutton as Babe Dempsey, Olympia Kiriakou as Phyllis Blake, M. Sean as Maxine Raymond, Peter Bryant as Hank Weber, Matt Harris as Carter Hillary, Megan McGurk as Adele Geary. Art design by Mott Collins. Sound editing and special effects by Tomas Amahuna. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you.